Okay, so welcome. This is Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is Bonnie on this end. <laughs> and over there in Tennessee is... Is Karen Lee. <laughs> Karen Lee. <laughs> I'm going by my longer <laughs> moniker, which I made up in third grade. That's right. And mine is Bon Jovi. <laughs> yep. So I get to do the welcome today because I have been cleaning all morning and I'm sort of... I'm not going to lie, kind of half-assing it. My contributions to this episode are going to be um, just a little flitty. Well, have you listened to Crime Junkie? No. Okay. So it's notorious for the main person. They, it, it, they were like best friends with their, when they were young. They do it together. The main person, Ashley Flowers, is great, gives all this information. And she has her best friend... I guess it's scripted, so it'll be like, and then, you know what? The guy was murdered. And the other person goes, what? He was murdered? (laughs) How? So that it leads into, well, let me tell you how. It's, (laughs) and people shit on that other person. So anyway, um, now. For for helping set up? (laughs) It's, so you're going to be the shit person this week. You get to go, what? Oh. How <laughs> did that happen? I get to do what I accuse my mother of, like just telling snippets of information and saying, I have a story to tell you. <laughs> nope. That's just a bit of fact. That's just some string together <laughs> sentences. Yeah. So um, I get to tell you guys. You know, you know what? Maybe we'll do it at the end. Should we do it at the end to find us on the social medias? But I, I would say rate and review us because that's how other people can find us. And that's how we get a better community of people saying, oh, guess what? We were all a little um, tricked by organized religion. Yep. We were and the hypocrisy. Duped. We were, we were, some people were destroyed and um, Bonnie and I weren't. So if you're new to listening to this, Bonnie and I are, um, we're gorgeous. One, <laughs> two, scholars, three, uh, we're runners, professional <laughs> Olympic runners. But in all... Who I- grew up together since age one. Okay, so now <laughs> she tells the truth. Um, yeah. yeah, and we grew up in church, and we became Christians, and we had different levels and understandings of everything. And uh, Bonnie left, and then later I left, and that's how that goes. But you, you know, but you just glossed over the whole idea that we went to Baptist kindergarten day school, and then we went to church during our secular high school. Then we went to a Christian college. It was just. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) It was. It was Jesus, others, than ourselves. Joy. That's right, joy. But, uh, yeah, so that's, you can go hear our story and the other episodes, but the bottom line is people listen to us who are Christians. People listen to us who are not Christians, who are leaving, who are thinking about leaving, and you all are welcome. Yeah, because even if I were going to church and believed it, I'd still like to poke some holes in it. Yeah. And I I don't think that a lot of people these days want to examine anything. They just want to cling to their 
their way of seeing things as being 100% right, black and white. But, I mean, just being a human has stupid crap that goes along with it that we laugh at. So why wouldn't our religion? And Lighten it's, up. That's, <laughs> and now she's yelling at me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is supposedly the last taboo, but it, everything comes down to this, especially in America. People really go after the patriarchy in America. Like, men are the problem. Men have done this. We've got to take down the patriarchy. But the thing that's holding that up that people aren't really getting into and examining is a tax-free institute of Christianity and evangelicalism that is bolstering patriarchy. Okay, I'm off my high horse. Anyway. one of the other things that I did not send you because I'm like, well, I should really pick and choose the things I send to her. But (laughs) it had a little sign outside of a shop in the UK that said, um, adults must accompany all Americans. (laughs) I thought that was so uh, sad and true. Yeah, it's very true. Any hoodly who, uh, that goes smoothly into our merch. No, we just launched uh, launched some adorable (laughs) merchandise, and by purchasing it, you support us, and we appreciate it. And you also sort of flick the finger at other people, because we have ones that have all the um, other verses people don't talk about. And we have snuck them into <laughs> merchandise to make it look like it's a Hobby Lobby-esque type of <laughs> cute verse thing. But really, it's the other verses about dashing your kids against the rocks or fun things I like that. I just like that. Like, these are the verses. Well, yeah, they're there, but we just brush them under the carpet and don't <laughs> right, talk about right. them. This is important then. And you guys need to be aware that on the 26th, which is Black Friday, you will get 25% off. So if you see a design you like, and you can find everything right under this episode, there's a clickable link to the shop. You can get that design on anything from a sticker, which is a couple of bucks, to sweatshirts, to pillows, to aprons, etc., etc., And if you find like a shirt you like, but you don't like the color, if you just look at it, you can see the colors you can choose, sizes, diddly bop bop. And so you're saying it's flexible. It is like me. It is very (laughs) flexible. I just told Karen earlier today, yeah, I'm breezy, which is a a lovely homage to friends when. Monica was leaving the message on Richard's recorder. Like, I'm breezy. (laughs) I'm breezy. That's perfect. If anyone was in YWAM, which I was in, a missionary organization, their big tagline that they would always say to us is, if you're being flexible, you're too rigid. Be liquid. And what that meant was we are the messiest organization (laughs) you are a part of. And so there will be nights where you don't know where you're sleeping. And not only did that happen to us multiple times, it happened to someone I know who just went a few years ago where they arrived in a third world country and had nowhere to sleep. So, yeah, yeah. Why don't people Okay, let me just, while you're on YWAM, 
while you're on YWAM, I'm going to tell you about a letter that you sent me. And you always cringe when I refer to your letters from missionary times. But Mm -hmm. it's funny because you told me that a tomato flung off and hit you and stuck to your leg. (laughs) So (laughs) that's that's the kind of depth our friendship is. (laughs) And what you sent me, I remember very well because you thought it would be hilarious. Karen's being a missionary. She's dedicating her life to Christ. I'm going to send her a postcard of guys and G-strings so that everyone (laughs) can see. And I was like, oh, man. But this other girl was like, that's cool. She liked it. (laughs) All right. Yeah. We should get on to uh, our news bulletin. This is a mishmash of what's been going on in the church with a capital C in the last few weeks and and some of the fascinating news you might have missed. Um, I will start off with one, and this will get it kicked off into the, wow, that really is just a bit of information there. Um, Do you know the band Megadeth? I know of it. I would never listen because they're of Satan. Are they? (laughs) Are they? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know who they are either, but I think that any time a person names their band that, I'm like, nope, not for me. Um, But are they of Satan? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, if they were named Magadeth, they might be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because when I looked this guy up, uh, his name's David Ellefson. When I looked him up, the contents of his Wikipedia page says personal life, you know, feud with fellow bandmate, and then there was Christianity. So um, he it says Ellison, like his ex-bandmate Dave Mustaine, is a committed Christian. And he says, well, I was actually brought up in a Christian household, so I have, you know, a pretty broad knowledge of it and strayed from it for quite a while. Now that I have children, I actually do go to church. <laughs> I'm like, the subtext of that is so I can let them raise these little turds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I can fake I'm sick every Sunday and send <laughs> right. them off. So um, apparently it says he recently began studying for the ministry in the Lutheran church. Yeah, but I do St. Louis. Anyway, so um, in on in May of 2021, um, uh, let's see, sexually explicit videos of Ellison were posted on Twitter. The videos were recorded in 2020 by a fan that he was in correspondence with. And then they led to accusations of child grooming. Um, But then Ellison and the other party both denied the accusations, claimed that it was consensual adult conduct. And then uh, there was a statement by Megadeth, and then then the other guy left a statement. Okay, so apparently he was fired from Megadeth after this situation. And he's filed a lawsuit against the person who uploaded the videos to the Internet and it wasn't the fan who uploaded him. But um, he was asked about his thoughts and feelings on the incident. And then, like, six months after, he says, I'm okay. I just went dark. I took the time to sort of process it all, heal up from it. 
I've obviously never had anything quite like that happen to me before. And the fact that it was happening like that was just, I couldn't believe the level of just shittiness of humankind. I just couldn't even believe it, man. (laughs) Ellipson continued, stating his view that the level of vitriol and outrage directed his way was akin to being nailed on a cross. No. No. (laughs) No. Now I, not to use a religious reference, but I guess I know how Jesus felt. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, carry your cross and then kill him. Shit, we got the wrong guy. (laughs) Did I tell you what actually happened? I can't remember if I did. So with this guy, apparently there was video of him, I guess, talking to this fan and masturbating. And the fan was like 19 years old and he's 15. Seven, by the way. Yeah. And this is, and he's also studying to become a minister during that time. I don't know at what point, but I just like, if you're studying to be a minister and your quote is, it's just shitty shittiness. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's Lutheran. You know what I'm saying. Lucy Lucy. Uh, I love that, uh, like, a lot of this is going on where people are being called out for their actions. And because of the Internet now, you get a lot more people doing it. And I've been called out before, <laughs> and it feels shitty. But then you go, like I did, oh, my God, I am Christ-like. No, you go, <laughs> I am mad at that person. I hate it. And then, like, within a month, you go, Okay, I see the point that they were trying to get that I have a problem with this or that. But it seems maybe this guy doesn't. And uh, if you are fired from a group called Megadeth, that's got to be bad. (laughs) Well, I I know what you mean, like when you're called out for something. Like there, but there's always going to be somebody. It's not a. It's not a proper pecking order. No, you know, it's like a big circle of I'm better than you because of this, and we all do that as part of our human ego function. We see somebody else, and we're like, oh, this is how I feel, and they don't feel that way. That means they are the other, and I am better because of that. Ah, oh, I must comment on their social media. So. Uh, it's just what is, you know, I think, I think I'm better than people all the time, especially in the parking lot at the grocery store, because I put my cart back. Exactly. <laughs> walk over like an asshole. See how you do it? Shove. <laughs> the only people that are exempt, in my opinion, are the elderly or people with children, women with children who are just there trying Frazzled. to make life happen. You don't leave that kid in the car by itself and go take the cart back. You live the damn cart there and screw everyone else. But everyone else, able bodies, um, Megadeth singers, take your cart back. But that... Megadeth singers, take your cart back. I just, I love the whole thing of people just being called out for something that is obviously wrong. And then lashing out and going, I cannot believe the hate I have gotten from (laughs) masturbating in front of a 19-year-old fan. I cannot believe it. That blends in so well to if Megadeth was a hair band, we're going to go right into Gwen Shamblin' Laura again. Ooh. That's right. And I am not going to make a Megadeth joke about it. Um, So there you go. You just no. nodding no. Um, 
All this right. Is, this is not nodding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Gwyn Shamblin Laura, the latest on that situation, go listen to our other episodes on her. She was a pastor slash cult leader slash diet guru, very large hair. She died in a plane crash this year. There's an HBO special. Blip, blip. Anywho, they now are talking about the will that she left because she was mm. worth millions, obviously. Millions. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, let's see. Because she had done a little interview with Larry King back in 1998. And he was like, what are you going to do with all this money? Like, you're making money. Let's admit it. Mm-hmm. And she said, this money, half of it goes to the government. Which, that's a lot. How? Half? The other half goes to keeping this going so someone else can be helped, as in her church, her dietness, mm-hmm. all that. And he goes, half and half leaves nothing for Gwen Shamblin. That's not completely true, is it? And she says, yes, it's completely true. <laughs> well, let's see if that is completely true. Because then later there was a story that her daughter, Elizabeth, who is now in charge of the church, um, even four years ago said, yeah, my mom, quote, practically handed my and my brother Michael's inheritance away, as in... Meaning she put it all into the church? Put it into the church. Now, they did put money into the church early on to, you know, get it rolling, get it looking good, buy all the white dresses for the young kids to make it look like a Children of the Corn remake. And then, um, but the whole idea was that she was going to leave a lot of money to the church that she created. And guess what? They are not finding that she is leaving any money to the church. Exactly. (laughs) Not only is she not leaving any of it, but her Tarzan husband that was a new one, um, I guess he didn't didn't get her down to the will office quick enough. He wasn't in it at all. The ex-husband was supposed to get it along with the children. And... Once you're divorced, the ex-husband de facto does not get it. So it's all going to her children, not Mm -hmm. to the church, which I don't know. It makes me think when you keep money in the family, then you can't, no secrets are divulged of where the money Mm. comes from and all that. So very interesting or where the money was going. Yeah. If I was that daughter and that son, I would just take that money, shut the church down, and go somewhere where they don't know me. No one ever does the things I would do if a pile of money came, you know, and landed on my doorstep. I guess they do have, um, they, they had at one point, she did 18 properties. So there's a lot of places that, that the kids could go and be fine. Wow. But I'm definitely going to put this up somewhere that if you look at the News Channel 5 out of Nashville information, they really dig into a lot of like where this money could have come from because it is 
millions and millions, houses mm-hmm. worth seven million, four million here, there, like it's it's an obvious we've heard it all before. But this is an interesting quote on the Channel News Five out of Nashville thing. It says, at the time of her death, Shamlin was one-third of the way through a nine-week video series on greed. Oh, yeah. And it was a series in which she urged remnant followers to prepare to give up all of their wealth. So, (laughs) yeah. So there's just a lot of the, the usual, usual. But I'm... I'm sort of really interested in the way that News Channel 5 is so, like, shittily biased because (laughs) since the advent of Fox News, everyone just, you know, but they are just... Can we going name our band her. that? Shittily biased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to have a new lead singer. He's from Megadeth. Um, right. And he likes to go, shitty, shitty, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so shitty that it happened to me like that. Me and Jesus. Anyhow. So uh, let me know how uh, News Channel 5 handles the rest of it. I will. I'm going to keep you informed every day. Shittily biased, reporting for News Channel 5. (laughs) Okay, here's a little bit of an update of what's happening with Jerry Falwell and Liberty University. I know what's Um, going on with him. He's dead. Well, You mean junior? What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jerry Falwell, junior. Um, So he let it rest for a while, but now he's bringing back his lawsuit against Liberty University because they sued him when he and his wife got into that sex scandal. Mm -hmm. And now he's suing them saying, you're giving me a bad name. Uh, So uh, this time it's including some shit that they won't let him take back personal property. Uh, So they won't let him back on campus. Uh, So he has put in the lawsuit that, among things he would like to have returned are items from his office, a 38 revolver, what? three horses. <laughs> Wait, stop there. <laughs> All right, so this is where the guns on campus thing comes. Okay, the 38 revolver. Is it, yep. is it like connected under the desk, like in The Sopranos, <laughs> where all he needs to do is put his hand under and pull the trigger? It's under a drawer with a fake bottom. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, But (laughs) so items to return, uh, 38 revolver, legal files, three horses, and other historical (laughs) items. Are the horses in the drawer? Three horses that something like he lent to the equestrian club at the... I mean, this sounds like a better college to go to than I had thought it was. The horses, the guns. (laughs) Well, the horse part. Wow. So, um, it's like going, being on Yellowstone, <laughs> but you also get married early. Wow. Yeah. Um, so so that's just a small nugget of information about what's going on with Jerry Falwell Jr. He's a mess. He's he a mess. He is a mess. And if those horses are his, all he needs to do is make little, and they will run <laughs> to him. I watch movies. I watch movies. Um, wait, I'm going to give you another little tiny bit of information here that I thought was hilarious. Okay, so this guy went in 
to his tattoo oh artist. Oh, my God. And he wanted a tattoo on his, his pectoral muscle of his chest, his chesticles, and he wanted black Jesus. And then somebody <laughs> replied... That's James Harden, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it is with like longer hair and so I didn't know who James Harden was. Um and now I do and here's a picture of James Harden. <laughs> it is it and, is exactly James Harden. Wow. I mean the nose Oh, so apparently this guy dated Chloe Kardashian. Yes, they all yeah. they all go through. There's a portal. That all these <laughs> these people go look through. even the lip shape, everything is similar. Everything except the nipple. <laughs> I know that's what I hated. So it shows the black Jesus like uh, his neck is the nipple, and the nipple is quite the protuberance. Oh. It's like a kind of giant ball on his shoulder, so but not a basketball size ball. Uh. Um, so we'll have to put that on our Instagram. People are going to love it. They're going to just be like, it'll probably be taken down for uh, guidelines because it's nipple. What? I'm joking. <laughs> it's, a nipple. it's a male nipple. <laughs> Although, in honesty, it doesn't look like a male nipple. <laughs> no, the breast part doesn't look male. But whatever. I think it does. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> see, mine aren't as funny as yours. But I will say, let's see, our favorite uh, Greg Locke. Let's ah. see. He just keeps um, going and going, and now he is yelling, FBI, I hope I get my subpoena. <laughs> so uh, they are going through January 6th stuff, and they're they're finding everyone else who is there but maybe not in the building, and they're subpoenaing them. I don't know. And so he's sort of, like, threatening from the stage because he's a just a wild little child. Anyway, and Steve Bannon was indicted. I know. And his yeah. his flowy hair. He's just keeping that look, I guess. <laughs> He's like this I like this, the flipping of the hair. <laughs> I, I guess it works for him, he thinks. Anyway, his hair doesn't move. It just is permanently like in a convertible <laughs> when you get <laughs> it out. It is. It is. All right, so um, this one's fun. You'll like this one. Uh, there was a sex tape that was filmed on a church altar in Belgium. No. So a Belgian church needed to cleanse their altar with holy water after a okay. couple filmed themselves having sex on top of it. The man and woman, who were not named, <laughs> made their own. Okay, so, of course, this is the tabloid version of writing. Mm -hmm. The man and woman, who were not named, made their own holy communion inside Ugh. the church. Um, and then the footage went viral on social media, obviously. And, wow. of course, everyone was shocked uh, that... Now they had to. I don't know if they put the holy water in like a spray bottle on a little Windex well, and vinegar because there's going to be, you can put a black light on that thing <laughs> and you're going to need more than the holy water. And see, I was trying to be patient and let you finish, but that was my question. Like they must have used Fantastic first. 
I you know? would hope so. Or Fabulosa. Fabulosa. Or Pine Saw. <laughs> Bleach. Pine saw. Ivermectin. Something's got to go on there and get rid of that stench. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, but the holy water is just for good measure. I guess so. Yeah. So I've got two more fun ones for you. One is that recently it's been exposed that there is a father-son sort of Orthodox Jewish rabbis in the States that are being accused of being secret evangelical Christians. So, <laughs> and what 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 state are they in? Please, dear God, not Florida. They they keep traveling around and getting into different communities. So I'm not mm-hmm. even sure where the latest is, but I would look down your hallway. Um, I would too, because people when they're on the lamb, they will come to Florida because of the weather. <laughs> right, you know, if, if they I'm have gonna to sleep hide. in a car. <laughs> oh, I thought it was if I'm going to hide, I'm going to look tan doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, their names are Michael and Caleb Isaacson, but they had changed that from their family name of Dawson. So, okay. So, um, they've been going around to these different communities for like a year or two and embedding themselves in Jewish communities and doing like very uh, specific rites that only rabbis and real, I'm, I'm throwing out right. every Jewish word I know, halal Jews can do, like writing scrolls, cleansing mm-hmm. the dead, um, conducting weddings and divorces. And even, mm-hmm. you know, helping. <laughs> I love- it's just, oh my god, oh my gosh! I wonder if somebody finds out they were married by them. They're like, we're not really married, right? <laughs> right. What they're finding is that they're not Jewish in their bloodline. Somehow they're finding this. They were like, there's some organization, and it's been looking into them, and all this stuff, but they're saying all the rituals that they conducted are invalid, and they suspect this of being a sleeper cell of evangelical Christians who may, may, they don't have proof, Mm -hmm. ultimately be attempting to embed themselves within the society to convert because then Jesus will arrive sooner. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> but I just like the idea that there's some kid somewhere like, I wasn't really bar mitzvah. Right. I'm not a man. Give back the money. <laughs> give, back, <laughs> give back the money, Ben. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So That's... then they said the funny thing, well, it, maybe it's not funny, but there's a newspaper organization called the Jewish Chronicle. So every time the Jewish Chronicle addresses Itself, it says an investigation by the JC. And I'm like, <laughs> that's ironic initials. The JC? That's it. They revealed that that's these funny. people grew up in a Lutheran home. They were married in a Lutheran oh wedding. Um, so some is up, but they were based in Texas and then they moved to Portland, Oregon. So it seems that they move around when people start questioning or whatever they're doing. Uh, so there's no LinkedIn for clergy. That's so weird. What do you mean? 
I mean, there's no way to track on somebody's resume. Like, were you really here in this in this year? Oh yeah. yeah. So if you if you if you do something you know sketchy, like oh I better go move to Dallas and uh, get another job in the church, uh, aren't they going to call about you? That's the thing. I mean, you just have to be that outspoken person who trails them and calls up people you don't know and say, I know this sounds ridiculous, but that person <laughs> is blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would love to see their pictures. Did they have photos? They do. So I put a link there. Ooh. And I mean, it, it's hard to know <laughs> what they're up to, but the bottom line is... Even if they even if they have converted to Judaism sincerely, right. they're passing themselves off as having a Jewish bloodline, which is right. a big no no. Uh, if you're yeah. gonna conduct rabbi stuff, um, yeah. Wow, look at those pictures. Okay, I've committed them to my my brain. Let me see. <laughs> uh, so. If we're talking about leaders of church, I want to tell people that we're also going to post, golly, I don't know where we should post this. I guess maybe on Twitter because that's where it came from. But there is the cutest video of this priest who started doing Zoom uh, services yeah, and his dog, who is clearly young, would be like, hey, dad, hey, dad, what are you doing? <laughs> what, you doing? what are you doing? <laughs> so the dog hops on him, bites his arm, ah. and he's just preaching away, you know, in whatever language it is. It's not English, I don't think. Um, but he's, you know, pushing the dog away or he'll roll the dog over and start rubbing his stomach. But the dog doesn't just sit there. He's an active dog. See? Poking and prodding. So cute. Uh, you probably just heard my dog choke because he's 13 and chokes son is his tooth he probably just lost but see i would tune in for the dog that's why that's why it went viral it's about the dog it's not about the message it's not about the church come for the dog stay for the church oh see it's like these fake rabbi people it's the long con we will do whatever it takes now i feel like that priest is innocent and um just likes dogs it was so cute, though. I mean, the dog isn't tiny either. It's a big dog <laughs> who kind of pushes him around a little bit. Um, but we will post that as well. Sorry for all the visuals that I'm describing. People love the visuals. I don't know when if they, they love see the them. visuals. Yeah. When <laughs> do they like the audios? <laughs> they would rather not have the audio. Okay, uh, so we're going to finish with my favorite tidbit coming out of the Gospel Coalition. So the Gospel Coalition is this nonsense group. Um, I never know what these people are trying to accomplish, but when I was a Christian, I would have been like, oh, I want to write for them. Or, you know, I can see myself going and reading all their articles if I were still a Christian. Anyway, they keep coming out with uh, ridiculous, shitty stuff. And this one is written... But they're a coalition. (laughs) They are coalizing. This one is called, came out on November 9th, written by Joshua Ryan Butler. And it's called The Four Reasons People Deconvert. Because they are really butthurt about people leaving the church <laughs> right now. And they are not listening to people who have left or are leaving. They are coming up with what they feel are the reasons. Because 
it usually absolves what they believe, you know. God yeah. and Jesus are real. The Bible is real. Everyone else is having a problem. So here are their four reasons. <clears throat> yep. They say people are church hurt, and that's why they leave. You've been hurt by someone in the church or by the church itself. Again, I agree, but usually that just creates the distance for you then to, you know, really think right. about things. Second is wrong teaching. There are just people out there behind the pulpit teaching wrong theology. According to this guy who wrote it? According to this guy who wrote it. Okay, isn't it all wrong? <laughs> it is <laughs> all wrong. Um, the no, next all one. The teaching. <laughs> all the teaching. The next one is, we all just wanted to sin. We all just were like, I'm ready to hit the bar. I'm going to put back some fireballs and have an abortion right here as I light up fireballs. a joint. We're just, <laughs> people just want to sin is what they're saying, which is such a big cop-out one that people say that's why people leave church. It is because most of the time the people are just doing it and then get caught. No one leaves and then sins. They sin, get caught, and then they leave, Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, oh. I think it's, not it's the order. sort of right. I, I don't think it has to do with it at all. I think people, I don't think people are like, I just really want to be drunk. I am leaving the church to <laughs> <Right>. be drunk. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> they keep going, nobody knows, or... They just leave and sit in their lounge room like the rest of us. There's not like <laughs> <Lounge>. a big <laughs> my lounge room. My lounge room. That in I a robe. I stole that from <laughs> Australia. That's I meant to say living room. And um, then the last one, number four, they say people leave the church for street cred. Oh my god. I love it. I am just imagining like priests holding up gang signs. Well, I mean, Justin Bieber has so much street cred, and he's in the church. Yeah. What? I know. <laughs> so they're saying that people who are deconstructing, who are getting like a bit like Rob Bell or some other ones, who are getting a lot of recognition, like they're folding oh, it yeah. over into a following, which they might be. I don't care. That's not why they leave. So here yeah. are my reasons. This is what I think. I think people left because they read the Bible, and they really right. read it. I think I am hearing so many people, which I did not really, uh, I did believe it, obviously, because I wrote something about this a long time ago in 2016. You did believe what? That, oh, do I have to say, do I have to connect <laughs> this thought? That well. people left because of Trump. So I now mm. totally believe that because I keep hearing it. Again, people saw the hypocrisy. They could not believe that the church was getting behind this guy. So I think that's a big reason people left. I think the Internet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can just look up everything now. You can look up the scandals. You can look up our delightful podcast. But you can look up Bible facts you can yeah. see that we don't have originals of anything and that they all contradict or that verses contradict or, you know. You yeah, I mean, if you think when we were kids and had no access that was easy like this, it would have been 
no one, we never would have known about Gilgamesh or who the hell ever. Exactly. Mithra, Zoroastrianism. Like, we could open up our little uh, Britannicas, which our family had, the world books, all the information, but you didn't even know to look up this stuff. Um, or, or, God forbid, where would we go find it? At our church's uh, school's library? I know. Uh, maybe, because they probably didn't read what they were putting in there. I know. We would have never found this stuff out. And the last, I think, is that now we know we don't need the church for our social meetings. Like, we're not an agrarian society, like um, Little House on the Prairie anymore. We aren't like, right. oh, we get to see our community Mm-hmm. Every Sunday. Now we can do that online or we find our own social groups, but it's we don't need it anymore. It's 2021. So all the social aspects of church aren't absolutely necessary. Although I feel a lot of people still go for that. Yeah, that would be nice. Not oh, going to lie. Yeah. That would yeah. be nice. It's hard. It's hard for me to divide now that I'm like, eh, I don't like being around a lot of people anymore. Oh no, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, it does it does dovetail nicely into my antisocial behavior that, oh, don't have to go to church. So what <laughs> like, see, you bye can bye get me. all the delights of Wednesday night church by going with someone you like to a restaurant. You have the oh. food, you have people <laughs> surrounding you, you have music being piped in. Right. <laughs> That's all. T- hopefully secular music. I am um, not here in Tennessee, but no. yeah. Well, one of the reasons that I am obsessed with lately is, I think I mentioned to you like a month ago, it, it just dawned on me, why do we have to worship the person who created us? What's that about? I don't worship my mother and my father. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, Where does that come from? All of it. When you take it apart, you're just like, why? Why <laughs> did you need? Why do you need this praise if you're a perfect being that doesn't rely on those kinds of emotions? All right. So... <laughs> So hopefully you've enjoyed our tids and bits. Mm-hmm. And please send in any fun little uh, stories personally that you have to enlighten us about your Christian walk and how it went awry. But also if you find any fun news articles that we can do that don't have a bunch of trauma related to it, we'll put it in our news bulletins. Um, but... Don't yeah. be a shit pile. And and we hope you get your subpoena soon. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.